0: Who doesn't love a good pot of chili, especially in the dead of winter? Is there anything better to warm you up? I honestly don't think so. And with winter storms hitting us from all directions and the weekend only a few short hours away, I thought I would share with you the best recipe for chili ever. Now what makes this chili recipe so special? Well, besides a couple of surprise ingredients, it really comes down to the timing of when the ingredients are added And the spices and quantities of spices used and to be fair this isn't your run-of-the-mill chili this has a lot more flavor which comes in part from the cinnamon and cumin in the recipe so this will likely be different than most chili you're used to but I think that's part of what makes it so good it isn't like any other chili I'm gonna break down the recipe 30 minutes or less style then give you a full printable recipe, which you can get on the website or on the Facebook page. Um, Yeah, so without further ado, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this is the best chili ever. Getting started, mise en place. So the first step is to get all the ingredients together. In cooking, we call this mise en place. For me this included measuring out all of my spices ahead of time. That way I wasn't fumbling around later trying to find all my spices in the disaster that is my spice cupboard. The spices I used were 1 teaspoon of cinnamon, 1 tablespoon dried oregano, 1 teaspoon smoked paprika, 2 teaspoons cumin, a quarter teaspoon chili flakes, 1 teaspoon salt, and a quarter teaspoon black pepper. Browning the beef. The next step is to start cooking the beef. I heated up a large pot. In this case, it was an enameled cast iron Dutch oven. You can use whatever type of pot you want. Um, I added about one tablespoon of canola oil. You can use olive oil, grapeseed oil, or just about any other type of oil for this. I added the beef, about two pounds, to the hot pot and oil and cooked it until it was fully browned. This took about eight to ten minutes. While the beef was browning, I diced one onion, minced three garlic cloves, diced the bottom half of a bunch of green onions, and diced one celery stalk and one jalapeno. I added the onions and the garlic to the pot first, cooking them for about five minutes. Then I added in the green onion bottoms and the celery and cooked for about four minutes. Finally, I added in the jalapeno and cooked for another four minutes before moving on to my next batch of ingredients. Now I've often in the past railed against recipes that recommended adding the garlic and onion at the same time but in this recipe it doesn't really matter because there's enough liquid in the pot from the beef that the garlic's not going to burn. With all the onions and celery and everything starting to soften it was time to add in the spices. Now as i said earlier i had all the spices measured out so i poured them all in in one shot. I cooked the spices stirring for about two minutes. Next came the tomato puree. If you don't have tomato puree or can't find it, crushed tomatoes will do. The jar I used was 660 milliliters or 24 fluid ounces. I poured the contents of my bottle into the pot, then rinsed the bottle out with about a half cup of water and poured that in too. Waste not, want not, right? Now in some parts of the world, chili doesn't have beans in it. I don't live in one of those parts of the world. I don't think I've ever had chili without beans in it and so if you think that I'm crazy for adding kidney beans to my chili, understand that I think it's crazy that you don't. So I drained and rinsed a 540 ml can or 19 fluid ounce can of red kidney beans then added them to my pot. At this point I stirred everything together and brought it to a boil. Then I put the lid on the pot, reduced the heat to low and left it to simmer for 30 minutes stirring once halfway through so the chili didn't stick to the bottom of the pot. While the chili was simmering away, I got my final few ingredients ready to go. First up, I took the seeds out and diced one red bell pepper and one green bell pepper. Then I brewed a quarter cup of very strong coffee and grabbed two ounces of semi-sweet baker's chocolate out of my baking cupboard. You may be wondering why I haven't added the bell peppers into the chili yet. Well, if the peppers get cooked too long, they will turn bitter and throw off the flavor of the chili. As you'll see, I add them in at the last 20 minutes of cooking. This is enough time to cook the peppers through, but not enough time to make them bitter. You may also be wondering what the coffee and chocolate are for. They are not a snack for while I'm waiting. They are both going into the chili. The coffee and chocolate add a lot of depth to the flavor of the chili. Now, I know it may seem odd, but when you try it, you will absolutely be blown away. After the initial 30-minute simmer of the chili, I gave it a stir and a taste test and added a bit more salt. Then I added the peppers, coffee, and chocolate, stirred it all together, put the lid back on the pot, and simmered it for another 20 minutes. After that, I tasted it, added a bit more seasoning as was needed, then I put the lid back on the pot and let the chili sit off the heat for another 20 minutes. And just like that, dinner was done. While the chili was resting, I made some kind of sweet po- corn pancake to go along with it. Essentially, I wanted cornbread but didn't have all the ingredients, so I made uh, these corn pancakes instead. I used a brand called Pan, P-A-N, which is a masa that I use to make tacos. But This is like a sweet, excuse me, this is like a sweet masa mixture that I've never used before. And it's used specifically to make these like kind of pancake things, uh, and it was really good. If you're interested in it, you can check out the link on the website. Conclusion. Like I said in my intro, in my opinion, this is the best chili ever. It is spicy, but not too much so. It's earthy, but doesn't taste like dirt. It has loads of flavor, as well as a few surprise ingredients that you can keep as our little secret. And the next time you get a craving for chili give this recipe a shot i promise that you'll be happy you did now you may have noticed that this chili has been cooked for hours and hours and hours as some people believe is necessary the truth is that cooking chili for that long is actually destroying the flavor of it rather than improving it think about it this way when we taste something let's say a carrot we aren't actually tasting the carrot we're tasting a mixture of flavor compounds that make up the taste of a carrot these flavor compounds are what give everything flavor these flavor compounds are largely made up of essential oils which when heated quickly start to lose their potency the longer you cook these compounds the less flavor they're going to have also because the flavors aren't as potent they're cooked for long periods of, when they're cooked for long periods of time they also don't stand out What you're left with is a bland pot of chili that only has one muddled flavor. This is opposed to a pot of chili with a combination of well-balanced, vibrant flavors. Now, I know that what I just said is gonna piss some people off. They will say that they've been cooking chili their whole lives for hours and hours and hours, and it's the best and whatever else. To those people, I just have one question. Have you ever tried not cooking the shit out of your chili? Maybe, just maybe you'll like it better. I'm willing to bet you will. As always... Thank you for listening, everybody. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in Five brought to you by How to Not Burn your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Food in Five, where I share all the recipes and all the written versions of these episodes. Um, I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. I'll be back on Monday with another great episode of Food in Five. Have a great Friday, a great weekend, and I'll talk to you soon.